Hi, on this episode of Real Time Truth, Redeeming Masculinity. Are we allowed to say those words? Redeeming Masculinity? Is it okay to be a man? We don't know. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a man? We're going to talk about that. In fact, two episodes out of one. Redeeming Masculinity. Welcome to another episode of Real Time Truth, where in 19 minutes you're going to hear a biblical perspective on things that you deal with every day in your home, your work, your church, your community, and then the surrounding culture. I'm Matthew McNeil. I'm Pastor Kevin Brown. Welcome. And before we get too far into today, I want to go ahead and just jump straight into the scripture yeah. that we're kind of leaning into. And today we're in Nehemiah chapter 4. Um, don't know if you spent a lot of time there. It's a fascinating book. Uh, but in Nehemiah chapter 4, in verse 14, he says these voices, And I looked and arose and said to the nobles and to the officials, park for just one second here. I want to give you guys some background, okay? This is when many of the exiles had come back to Israel, and they're at Jerusalem, rebuilding the wall around Jerusalem, and they are facing intimidation from the surrounding nations. Yeah. And so they're, they're, they're a little bit disheartened. And so here's the response from Nehemiah. He says, I looked and arose and said to the nobles and the officials and to the rest of the people, do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and listen and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Listen to that list again. Fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Did you catch what family member was missing from that list? What family member was that? That would be the men, the husbands, the daddies. That's it. Exactly. They were, they were, and the reason why is because they're the ones that were being spoken to. Yep. They were the ones being addressed. They were the ones who were being told, fight, yep. fight for your home. And so as you've already seen in the, in the title today, we're talking about raising men. And so I wanted to springboard off of that because today masculinity has sadly, it, it has gotten a very, very bad rap. Yeah, it has. Uh, we have this phrase tossed around all the time now about, you know, uh, this uh, toxic masculinity. And folks, believe me, it's out there. I get that. There are misogynists out there. There are, there are sexual predators out there. There's some bad guys out there. There's no, there's no question about that. But unfortunately, the whole idea of, let's say I have a 14-year-old, which I do, young, young man, boy, um, that I want to raise my son to be strong. I want to raise him to be tough. I mean, I'm going to get, as I have throughout his life, I get in the floor and I wrestle with my son. I'm a little rougher with him than I am my daughters and because I'm teaching him to be tough. And, you know, I might pin him down a little bit harder as we're wrestling and make him really push and struggle. And, and then he feels, hey, wow, I was able to kind of, you know, get dad off of me and all. And, and, and that's a good thing, but not in a lot of people's minds because there's this other phrase, uh, traditional masculinity, and anything with the word traditional in it today is seen as bad, almost as evil. Mm -hmm. and, and we're here today to say that it's not evil. We want to redeem the idea 
of traditional masculinity. Yes, exactly, because that's what's happened is masculinity, that term has been trashed enough that we can kind of leave off the toxic aspect now. Yeah. And so just like you said, we can start referring <laughs> to it as traditional because that's bad enough because that's that's unenlightened and evil. Yeah. And so like, like traditional marriage, you can't say traditional marriage without being looked at as some sort of like you got four heads. Oh, you believe in traditional marriage? Okay, if traditional bothers you, let's go with the word biblical. There so you go. so what we're going to talk about is biblical masculinity. Mhm. And because of this this I guess the best way of putting it, just because of this system that's in place today, there's a lot of problems oh, yeah. that arise from that. And I wanted to share a few of the stats yep. we've yep. had here. And you shared some of these recently in a mm-hmm. message that you delivered. Yes. But listen to this, okay? Uh, and just to go ahead and kind of tune your ears and your brain to the way that you hear this, it's this, it's this misnomer that there's, there's just this huge performance gap and there's this huge gap as far as like equality and everything between men and women. And I would say, yes, actually there is. Today there is now, but it's not the way you think. Okay, it is not men being so far ahead of the women. It's actually because of the way that we are downplaying how men are supposed to be, they're not able to actually function in this in the system we've created. Here's your here's your evidence. Okay, for every 100 girls or women who take AP honors classes, uh, let's say in English or language arts, there's only 64 boys who do that. They're being their guys are being outperformed. For every 100 girls or women who earn a bachelor's degree, only 74 guys. Same thing for masters, only 74 guys for every 100 girls. Okay? Think about this, okay? For every, let's see here, who repeat kindergarten. Here we go. For every 100 girls who, re- who repeat kindergarten, 145 guys repeat kindergarten. Out of every 100 girls who who you abuse illicit drugs and alcohol, 180 guys do. Yeah. For uh, uh, every 100 girls who's is suspended from school, 240 guys are being suspended from school. And for, I'm just going to skip to the bottom of this list here, but for every 100 women who is in federal prison, there's 1,300, over 1,300 men who are in federal prison. And so in every area where you get good marks, mm-hmm. girls are excelling there. And in all the areas of society where there is a lack, the guys are doing way worse in those areas than the girls are. Yeah, yeah. These stats come from the American Enterprise Institute. So if you want to look that up, feel free to do that, the American Enterprise Institute. Point being is this. We've got an issue Uh, in our country today with how we're raising young men. Listen, young men spend 80% of their time with women. There's nothing wrong with women. Mm -hmm. We've got great women in our lives, grandmas and mamas and teachers and sisters and aunts and cousins that are women. But the issue is, is that young men don't even know how to act like young men, men that are that are strong and chivalrous and gracious. And so what do we see? How do we see men portrayed? Men are portrayed today in the media and TV as buffoons, idiots, morons, misogynists, you know, these evil kind of people, and, and at best as superior killers in the video games. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, boys don't know how to act. 
And so we have an issue with how to even teach and train our young men to be men because the very characteristics of what it means to teach a young man to feel a desire to protect, let's say, um, and to provide is seen as evil today. No, young man, you're not, as a lady might say, you're not going to protect me. I can protect myself. You're not going to provide for me. I can provide for myself. So, so the young, the young man, the boy, he cowers and he's like, oh, what am I supposed to do? Exactly. What's, what he's being told is you're not needed. You're not wanted. And is it any wonder that these are the stats that come from that? This, I believe, I believe that these are the stats reflective of men acting out because they're surrounded by a society that says, we no longer want you or need you. That's right. Without question. So we here at Real Time Truth, we want to offer to you what the Word of God teaches about the roles of men and women. Hey, folks. I get the culture. I understand it. But I want to tell you what the Bible says. God created male and female equal, but different. Mm -hmm. Okay? All right. Just for a moment, think about the Olympic records. Okay? Through all of time, the men outperformed the women in all areas of speed and strength. There's not a single, find one. There's not a single Olympic record that a woman athlete has outperformed a male when it comes to speed or strength. Maybe one day there will be. But by and large, that would be an anomaly. Mm -hmm. That would be an aberration. Why? Because God made us male and female, Jesus said in Matthew 19, and that means different. Adam was created first. He was placed in the Garden of Eden to do what? Have dominion. Dominion. Just as God has dominion over the universe, God said, I'm going to create humanity, and I'm going to put him in this garden, and I'm going to give him dominion. I'm going to let him experience an understanding of what I feel as a, as a dominion keeper over the earth, while God is a dominion keeper over the entire universe. And yet Adam was alone. He felt alone, had all these animals, he's naming mm-hmm. the animals, and then God saw that he was alone. And so Matthew give a little dissertation on where did Eve come from? The dirt? No. No. No, and that's what and it's such a beautiful picture too because going back to what you said about Adam being alone, Eve wasn't a patch. I keep coming back to that. Eve was not a patch on an otherwise perfect creation. God made Adam to need Eve. Yes. So, I mean, like that's, she wasn't just to fix a mistake that God made. God wanted Adam just to know how much he needed Eve. And so he let him go without her for a bit. And so you had Adam created from the earth outside the garden Mm -hmm. in the wilderness. If you ever hear some guy say, you know, that there's an aspect of being a man that's a little bit wild, think adventurous. Mm -hmm. He was, he was created in the wilderness, Whereas, and then he was picked up and he was placed in the garden that God had planted in Eden. And then from his side, from his flesh, God took and made woman, made Eve. She was made in the garden. Yes. Adam had known loneliness. Eve had never known loneliness. There was so much different there, so much of a outdoors 
again, wild, adventurous nature in him that's not necessarily absent in women. God made woman so that she could go on those adventures with men, I would yes. say. Mm-hmm. But she was created in that atmosphere that was, for whether you like this phrase or not, I'm just using this phrase, more of a domestic yes. environment. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. It was already set up. Yes. And that's where she was made. She had never known outside of that, not until they were forced to leave. Yeah, that's right. And Eve was made to fit Adam. So Mm -hmm. I've got my two hands apart, left hand, right hand. My fingers are spread apart. Now my fingers are coming together for those who are listening to this so that we become at marriage one flesh. Mm -hmm. So we fit one another. So Eve comes along to help Adam in the area of dominion keeping. And so they do this as a couple. A king and a queen, if you will, mm-hmm. having dominion from their throne of authority to oversee and, and so forth. So there are two, there are different roles that male and female perform in this arena of life that God has created, well, and they're different. And think about it. If we are not raising our sons, and if, say, maybe you don't have a son, but you still, you say you have a daughter, okay, she, you want her, you don't want her to marry someone that's like her. Mm-hmm. You want her to marry someone that is her match, not her clone. Yeah, right. Okay, her, literally her mate. Yeah, so they fit. So they fit. Yes. And so, but here's the thing what happens whenever we teach all of our men to just be women? Yeah, and then all of a sudden we got everybody that's like we're trying to clone the men to be women. Yeah, exactly. Where are all the men? That's what they'll be asking one day. They'll say, oh, I just want a sensitive guy. It's not saying that guys are supposed to be brutes and knuckleheads. But so many times, though, what people really want is they want men to be more like women. In fact, that's what this one, uh, this one guidelines that I had read from the American yeah. Psychological Association put out about how really guidelines for that I think will probably influence psychology for the next decade. Oh, yeah where it's instructing people how to deal with boys and men's and their mental wellness. And it's basically encouraging them to shun all these, what we would call traditionally masculine traits of competitiveness and adventurous and, and that aspect of guys that takes risks and that aspect of guys that says, I'm going to be strong and I'm going to protect and I'm going to do for somebody like a family. I'm going to provide. And they're saying, that's the source of their problems. We need to just put that down. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, would like to, I would like to read one quote from that. It says that the report was heavily biased against masculine characteristics, which are asserted without proof to be harmful and which psychologists are encouraged to quash. As one clinician told this one writer, it says the clinician's role can be to encourage men to discard the harmful ideologies of traditional masculinity, violence, sexism. And now listen to this quote, quote very closely. Mm-hmm. It's very telling. And find flexibility in the potentially positive aspects, courage, leadership. But note that when positive aspects of traditional masculinity are mentioned, they're merely positive. I mean, potentially positive. While things like violence and sexism are described as unequivocally ideas of traditional masculinity. Yeah. And there's that phrase, taking traditional masculinity and demonizing it. And demonizing it. So that we're almost afraid to teach our boys 
um, what it looks like to be a man. And even when I make that, when I say that, when I just state what it looks like to teach my boy to be a man, we don't even know what that means anymore. And we're almost afraid to teach. Like, I have a 14-year-old son, okay? I tell my son this a lot. Son, I've got to go. I've I've got to go to the hospital, okay? And so while I'm away, what do I say? While I'm away, son, you're the man of the house. house. (gasps) Can I actually even say that any longer? Will I be seen as teaching my son to be some sort of hateful, misogynistic, you know, beast of a person? No, it means while I'm gone, if there's a big hairy-legged spider crossing, crawling across the kitchen floor, that my wife isn't going to kill it and my 14-year-old daughter's show ain't going to kill it, they're going to say, Andrew, come and kill this thing. Now, Andrew may not particularly want to go kill a big old spider, but you know what? I believe this with all of my heart. He'll look at his mama and he'll look at his sister And he'll go, I'm the man in the house. Hand me the Kleenex. And he'll kill it. And when he does, his mama and his sister will go, way to go, Andrew. And Andrew, well, he might want to break open his shirt and show the S on his chest, I am Superman. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because this goes back to Nehemiah Mm 4.14. We're teaching that the men are to stand up And do these hard things. The hard thing at that moment was killing a spider. But it is to protect. It is to provide. It is to to be the the one who's going to bear the weight of, in this case, there's this hairy-legged spider crawling across the floor. And I'm going to take care of it. And that's instilled within a young man to want to feel that and want to experience that. You can call it testosterone. You can, you, I mean, men have testosterone. Women don't. They have estrogen. We are created differently. And God designed us that way to perform in these ways. So I'm raising my son to understand what it means to lead, not with an iron fist, not with a club, not being a jerk, not leading by saying, I'm the man and you do what I say, but being willing to kill the spider. For leadership so often looked at as a privilege when it's really, it's a, it's a burden. It's something For that sure. has to be done. For sure. 